When I was young and growing up in an environment with zero professional artists, I started forming a set of beliefs and assumptions about working artists that were, for the most part, wrong or even damaging. All of these things personally held me back and I want to try and encourage people to get over these false ideas about what being an artist means and just make art. By the way, my name is Teresa, I'm a comic artist and illustrator, and if you're watching this on YouTube, you're watching me draw my comic, Graduation Nightmares, which you can read for free on Webtoons. Link in the description. Now, let's get started with the five myths. Number one, working artists have innate talent. I've done videos about talent before, and I'll put some recommendations for you if you're curious. So I'll be brief. My overall opinion is that talent is a social construct. Artistic talent has been defined by each culture in accordance to the needs of their artistic institutions. You may not have the talent required to succeed in a specific field or in a particular company or style or in a school, but that doesn't mean you overall lack talents. So for instance, if you go to a classic atelier here in Europe, your ability to draw three-dimensional rendered life studies with charcoal is what will define if you get into the school or if you are deemed as not talented enough. And you'll have to agree with me that that is a very narrow definition of talent. But here's the thing. These academies appeared in Europe during a time when art buyers, for the most part, wanted portraits of themselves and their families. And the biggest, baddest artist was always the king's personal portrait artist. So, of course, these institutions are going to focus on those skills. They are trying to make successful people that can, in turn, give prestige to their institutions so that more talented, successful people can go through their funnel. This is a cycle that reinforces the idea of this is what art is, therefore this is what talent is, and because we decide who is trained to be an artist, this is what art is. So you see what I mean? There's this cycle of reinforcement, but at the end of the day, it's just a thing that a bunch of people have decided because it's what sells in that market. Of course, inside this system, there is this figure of the rebel or the misfit, which for the most part is people that don't fit into the system, but still have a lot of passion and they do their thing regardless of what these institutions value. And then some years down the line, and especially if they have some sort of tragic circumstance in their life, they will be held as trailblazers or geniuses, but you know, otherwise will be rejected by the art world of their time. Like, you know, your Edgar Allan Poe's and your, your Van Gogh's and all those people. So in short, don't let the idea that you don't have talent hold you back. If you have the desire to create, look for whatever you can find inside of yourself and find a way to make it work. You will not be on the fast track to success, but maybe you can find something unique that could have never existed inside the restricted environment of art talent. And if you don't, well, you still didn't give up and you gave it a real chance instead of giving up on principle. So I think it's always worth it. Give it a try. Number two, working artists lead different lives. 
I don't think I need to explain this one too much because we've all seen the biopics about different artists. We love to talk about the artists that lead lives that were difficult or unusual in some way. Nobody wants to hear about the life of most artists in history, which were entirely normal ones. No, we want the drama, the drugs, the illnesses, the bad choices. So it looks as if every artist has to be in some way dysfunctional or unhappy. And it's funny because even when an artist's life is pretty orderly, like for instance Charles Dickens, we like to pick out the darkest parts in their biography and highlight them. So yeah, he was a salary man for a newspaper and probably went to bed at nine, but that's boring. So you know what we're all going to talk about? We're going to talk about those few months when he was 12 years old, when he had to live in jail with his dad and then work in a shoe factory. So you don't need to be a tortured soul or fortune's fool to be an artist. In fact, that sort of stuff, if it's too frequent or intense, will only be a hindrance. So if you're not making art because you want you, you want to have a normal life, you know, inverted commas, normal life, don't worry. Having the destructive artist lifestyle is not a requirement. Number three, working artists make all their money off of their art. All right, so this one in particular, I think is very present nowadays and I think part of it is because of social media and it's so false. I find that a lot of people that you see on social media that present themselves as working artists through omission or straight out lying, they fail to recognize the fact that this is not their only source of income. Artists in reality do all sorts of things to make ends meet, not just work on their art. Because here's the thing, as I dig deeper into the real income streams of artists and their actual lifestyles, I found this. Artists that work only on their art without having a huge online platform and fans to support them are either A, showing you only one aspect of their revenue stream, probably not even the most significant one, or B, they are getting economic support from their families. Maybe it's because they're young and they live at home and they don't pay rents or bills, or maybe it's because they help them during dry spells, or they're just rich. And believe me, this is much more common than you might think. A lot of people that make art and look amazing online, they're not making any money off their art. They just have money. And full transparency here, because I think this is important. My work for hire as an artist represents somewhere around 25% of my global income. Without the other 75% from teaching, I wouldn't be able to live comfortably. I would be able to live, but not comfortably. And some might say, oh, a real artist would quit their day job and focus on making art and, you know, like eat noodles every day. And I say to that, no, thank you. I value my health and my relationships too much to do that. I love my work life as it is. Thank you very much. I love teaching. I love finishing my lessons and working on commissions for a few hours. And I love having weekends off to enjoy life. Because again, you don't have to be miserable to be an artist. You can have your weekends off or maybe do a little bit of studying at the weekend and that's it. We have, I feel, an unprecedented opportunity of being the kind of artist that we want to be and build a work life in any way we like. So don't let official narratives of what life or art life should be to push you into places where you just don't want to be. 
you don't have to do the art school leads to art job leads to real artist. Just as you don't have to do the school, marriage, house, kid thing. You can do things whichever way you like. And especially don't do it just because you think that everyone else is doing it. Because in the case of art, it's not even real. Most artists have a number of income streams outside working from clients or selling their work. So yeah, working artists make some money off of their personal work and client work, but not all of it. Number four, you need to find your original voice or style to succeed. Okay, so in Western society, we value highly individuality. And we tend to see artists as examples of individual self-expression. It is true that art can be a way of expressing ourselves. But at the same time, it is also a way to connect with others and to become part of a tradition, an artist collective, or a cultural movement. So what's that got to do with style? Well, everything. We are individuals, yes. But we are individuals working inside our culture. Our influences, tastes, and ideas are not 100% ours. They came from the impact that other people's work made on us. So I say it is healthier to embrace your influences and shamelessly depart from them. Don't be afraid to start out copying your heroes or taking inspiration from other fields of art. As your level of skill improves and both you and society change, your style will naturally evolve from that initial copy of your former heroes to something that will feel more you. So what I'm trying to say is that you need to start to put work into your art even if you don't have a fixed style yet. And your style will reveal itself in the work if you keep at it. And if you continue to embrace the influences of those that came before you, which is also something to be proud of. You are part of a tradition, of a culture, of succession of people. Number five, success equals money and prestige. I think this is one of those ones where at a logical level, we all say, yeah, of course it does. And you define your own success. But at a deeper level, I think it's a little bit more difficult. I'm going to say, first of all, about money. There's only an amount of money that you need to live comfortably and save for retirement. And I've never been one of those people that seeks a lot of money. But at the same time, I do understand that there is an element of fear. Like you're afraid that, yes, right now I'm earning enough to save for retirement. But what if? What if in the future I have a medical problem? Or what if in the future? And this, I think, is what makes us pursue more and more money constantly because we're afraid that somehow in some unknown future circumstance we're going to need it and we're going to regret not having it. Sometimes this fear is difficult to combat I I will uh, admit as a freelancer sometimes I worry every time I lose a client I'm like oh my god I'm gonna die under a bridge but you know at the end of the day it's okay to be afraid you just have to get a little bit used to that fear because it's healthy fear that then pushes you to find other clients and to save money and to do things properly. So that fear is not a sign that you're doing something wrong. That fear is a sign that you need to be careful. And now on the, the prestige and fame side, I get this one. I really do. I want to know that I'm doing well and what better way to know that I'm 
doing well than having others tell me, hey, you're doing great. I love your work. I'm like, oh, thank you. I love a good pat in the back, just as the next person. However, equating success to recognition is not healthy. And I know it's a cheesy thing to say, but you need to define your own success. It's normal to crave a bit of attention when you've done something you feel really proud of. What is not okay is to seek the attention in industrial quantities. I see artists with actual millions of followers, like maybe a million and a half or a million followers, uh, that when they speak about this, they claim to have a relatively big following. And there's people who have like a hundred people following their art, claiming that no one pays attention. And I just wonder, when did a hundred people become no one? Are we all going insane? Are we insane? I think we are a little bit insane. So don't become an attention junkie and try to value the people that actually pay attention to your work rather than seeing them as one less to reach your next big number. So money and fame are not landmarks of success. They're just something we seek because we're afraid and because we're social animals and we want our pat in the back as often as possible. It's natural we have to confront these feelings and we have to define our own success. Which, in my opinion, if you ask me, is as simple as you set a goal, you do the work, you achieve the goal, and then you go on to the next one. That's all I think success is, and I think we are a little bit misguided in thinking that is anything else. And that's it. Those are the five things, the five myths that held me back and still to this day sometimes do hold me back and make me doubt myself and I hope this little discussion will help you face these myths confront them and see them for what they are which are lies and nonsense and just continue making your art and I'll see you in the next video bye bye